This review is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Dan for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And stay tuned till the end of this review for more info. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review of The Lost City, the action-adventure romantic comedy that's hitting theaters this weekend. The Lost City is from directors Aaron Nee and Adam Nee, who are now in charge of the long-in-production Masters of the Universe film. We'll see if that actually gets made. The screenplay is credited to the Knees, along with Mortal Kombat's Oren Uziel and Cruella's Dana Fox. Sandra Bullock stars as Loretta Sage, a dissatisfied author of a very popular series of tawdry romance novels featuring a character named Dad. Ash McMahon. Channing Tatum plays Alan, the face of the franchise, a Fabio-like figure who appears as Dash on the cover of every novel. When a rich mogul played by Daniel Radcliffe kidnaps Loretta in an attempt to use her author's knowledge of archaeology to find an ancient treasure, Alan follows to save Loretta and prove both his competence and devotion to the prickly author. Divine Joy Randolph plays Loretta's agent Beth, whose future depends on finding her star author, and Brad Pitt shows up to have a blast as Jack Trainer, a former Navy SEAL slash meditation instructor who Alan recruits to help save Loretta. And the first thing I really want to credit The Lost City for is that it's a movie that's set in the jungle that shot the movie in the jungle. This movie was shot almost entirely on location in the Dominican Republic. And unlike some other recent movies that are set in the jungle that may or may not have had jungle in the title and may or may not have come out last summer, available exclusively on Disney Plus as well as in theaters, this jungle movie actually looks real. There's not a glossy digital sheen over everything. There are a bunch of large-scale practical sets. There are practical effects, stunts, all of that real movie making that you don't see in some other movies because it's easier, but I can't imagine cheaper, to just do it all in post. The practical locations are helped greatly by beautiful cinematography from Jonathan Sela, the DP of films like John Wick and Deadpool 2. Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum turn out to have great chemistry together as the archetype of a bickering couple, the opposites who may actually be meant for each other, and yes, this dynamic has been used countless times. Because of the jungle setting, I've seen this movie compared to Romancing the Stone a lot, but it goes back so much further than that. I mean, we're talking Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn in The African Queen, or even back to Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert in It Happened One Night. There's a reason why this formula is used so many times, and that's because when you get the right combination of lead actors, it works. And the combination of Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum is an effective one. Don't panic. What do you mean, don't panic? Just don't panic. No, don't stop saying panic. Okay, I'm panicking okay. now. You have something on your back. I also want to give the movie bonus points for allowing Sandra Bullock, who is 16 years Channing Tatum Sr., to take advantage of that age gap. Because let's be honest, male leads in movies have been granted the same age difference or more from their co-stars with no questions asked. It's not about the age of your characters, it's about the writing, it's about their chemistry, and these are two actors that really work well on screen together. Sandra Bullock has explored a lot of different roles in recent years, and she hasn't been in a whole lot of movies. We seen her in things on Netflix like Bird Box and The Unforgivable, but I'm really glad to see her returning to her comedy roots. A lot of comedy stars struggle to transition out of that early part of their career. Sandra Bullock started as the ingenue in action films and in romantic comedies like While You Were Sleeping, but she has been able to make that transition very gracefully, and Loretta is a character who is very world-weary. Yes, this is first and foremost a comedy, but that doesn't mean that our characters' lives have to be drama-free, and Loretta's creative frustration 
frustration is rooted in personal tragedy. The script nicely brings all of these themes together into what feels like a neatly human story in addition to all of the jokes. Channing Tatum continues his run as one of the most unlikely modern comedy stars, and yes, he's playing to his strengths here as the doofus with a heart of gold, but his vulnerability allows us to root for him and also fear for his safety. And if The Lost City opens to expectations this upcoming weekend, that means that Channing Tatum will star in two of the top six movies domestically of 2022. They are also the only two of those six that are not based on pre-existing intellectual property. The other Tatum film in the top six is Dog, which came out earlier this year. And the fact that he and Sandra Bullock are able to carry and potentially open a non-franchise film is also a throwback to an era when movie stars themselves were the franchise that were being banked upon. We've known that Sandra Bullock is a bankable movie star for a very long time, but it seems like Channing Tatum, just on brand recognition, audience loyalty alone, is also becoming one of the most consistent movie stars working today, and they are few and far between. As the spoiled billionaire black sheep of his family, Daniel Radcliffe is having a lot of fun in his role as the bad guy. This is a part that could have been a very one-note stock character, but Radcliffe gives him both a manic enthusiasm and a hidden menace that keeps you guessing about what he's going to do next, and Divine Joy Randolph makes the most of a thankless part, the concerned friend. Oscar Nunez similarly makes a meal out of a very small part as a cargo plane pilot. The trailer for The Lost City, and I think I've seen it approximately 25 times by now, doesn't really give anything away that happens in the third act, and it was good to get to a point in the movie where I realized that I'd seen just about everything in the trailer and I didn't already know how the movie was going to end. There is one thing, though, that I wish that it had kept a secret, and that is Brad Pitt's presence in the movie. Of course, I get it. You want to be able to sell this, not just on the names of Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, but also on Brad Pitt. But at the same time, I think if they'd been able to keep his appearance in this film a surprise, it would have been one of the more memorable surprise appearances in a recent movie. At this point, Pitt is a stone-cold assassin as an actor. He always knows what the assignment is, and he infuses every moment he's on screen with humor and unshakable confidence. Because Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt's characters already know each other when this movie begins, I would love to see a prequel or sequel featuring the two of them, even if it's a completely different genre. It doesn't have to be action at all. It could just be comedy. But it would be great to see them spend even more time together on screen. This movie has a lot of twists and turns. It, it separates a lot of our characters for parts of the screen time. But I think that it's a really great group. And, it, you know, obviously it'd be optimal if you could get all three back together. But it would be great to see more of Pitt and Tatum together on screen. There are definitely some stock elements that make parts of The Lost City feel familiar, but 90% of movies released today follow some sort of formula. The trick is making these movies entertaining inside the formulas. And The Lost City is entertaining from beginning to end with lots of laughs, beautiful scenery, and a cast that is committed to delivering a great film. It feels weird to say because this used to be pretty much how every movie was made, but The Lost City is kind of a rarity these days. It is a major studio action comedy. It's banking mainly on movie stars, shot practically mostly on location. It's the kind of movie that every studio used to put out four or five times a year, but now we're lucky to see once or twice a year and maybe sometimes zero times a year from a lot of studios. It's a recommendation for me on The Lost City. I had a really good time with it, and I hope that the audience shows up for it because if the audience 
says that it's going to support these kinds of movies, maybe that will be an indication from the studio that you don't always need to sequelize or prequelize everything. There is actually a market out there if you can get a great cast together, if you can get a good screenplay together. Good stories sell tickets. The Lost City is a good story. It has a lot of laughs. And I think that if you take time out of your weekend to see it, you're probably going to enjoy it. So those are my thoughts on The Lost City. Before I wrap up, I'd just like to thank the sponsor for today's review, Athletic Greens. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin every day, and there are so many people that take more than one, all of these different pills and powders to serve all of these different purposes. Why go to the hassle and expense of combining all these different products when you can get everything all in one with Athletic Greens? Athletic Greens is one scoop of powder a day. You can just throw it into a glass of water. It's not something that you need to hide under five or six different things to disguise the taste, so it's quick, it's easy, and it's something that you're actually going to look forward to drinking every day because, hey, it tastes good, and isn't that a bonus with something like this? And Athletic Greens fits any lifestyle. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no artificial anything, while still tasting good. It's something that I've incorporated into my daily regimen as I try to take a better focus on my personal health in 2022. The probiotics in Athletic Greens, for example, are a great thing for me because I'm focusing on gut health as I get closer to the big 4-0. It's something that I have to worry about more and more. What I don't have to worry about is taking four or five different things to achieve my goals because it's all right there in Athletic Greens. I'd love for you to check it out and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com Dan. Again, that is athleticgreens.com Dan, D-A-N, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this review, and thank you for watching it. It's a busy weekend here on the channel because tomorrow I will be giving you my picks in every single category for the Academy Awards, which are happening on Sunday and on Sunday night. Following the Academy Awards, I will be here with my thoughts on the winners, the losers, whatever crazy stuff happens in the show. There's always something nutty that's going on. So be sure to stay tuned here. And next Monday, I'll be talking about the box office, including the performance of The Lost City on Charts with Dan. Thank you so much for watching. If you want to see even more of what I'm up to, you can check me out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dan Merle. You can also check the description below for links to my podcast network, everything I do here on YouTube. There's also an audio version that goes to my podcast channel if you like to listen to things that way. I'll be here very soon with my Oscar picks. Until then, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye.